Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Do We Know Them? I'm Lily Marston here with Jesse Smiles, and we are on episode 26. Amazing. We are... I feel like we crossed a threshold. Yeah, yeah. Nobody doubts us anymore. Nobody wonders. Well, they do be wondering if we're going <laughs> to upload on Sunday or Monday. But other than that, nobody wonders about us. I get so anxious on Sundays when people start tweeting me. They're like, where is it? I'm like, edit again. I'm like, it's not coming. <laughs> I avoid all social media because, like, I know people are going to be wondering. And I and listen, I know there's some people who have, like, made it part of their, like, Sundays. Like, they say they don't get the Sunday scaries anymore because of this podcast. I'm like... We are disappointing the people. I would be pissed too if I was expecting something right? and didn't get it. So I'm sorry. Um, This is our like blanket apology that's just going to apply to every time that happens because, you know, it happens sometimes. I feel like most people have maybe someone who's like a producer or just anything. Like it's literally me and you. And that's it. Well, and we both just have other stuff that we're oh doing. God, so it's much other the stuff. the time change and there's just, it's a lot going on. But we've made it to episode 26 and... We're here. We're alive. I was going to say we're happy, but you know. No, we are. We are. Don't tell the people. Listen, this is genuinely so much fun. I'm not unhappy because the podcast. I feel like it's just been a A long month. Yeah, we signed up for a lot. I don't know why we did that. Not just with the podcast, like with our personal like work lives. Like what were we thinking? I was like, you know, I have about two to three jobs. Maybe I should get another one just to see what happens. Me crying in my closet. Literally, it's awful. But um, Merry December, guys. Christmas is coming up if you celebrate. And I am... Have you bought all gifts or not yet? No. (laughs) Honestly, me neither. I was like so determined this year to be like, I'm going to buy everybody's gift beforehand. Horrible idea. I'm like a chronic early gift giver. Like once I get it, I'm like, okay, I want to give it to the person. You're just like, oh, I want to get... You want to see the reaction. Yes. So my freaking stepdad, I bought him this insane barbecue insert picture here it's literally a smoker half charcoal half gas grill insane it's humongous he's obsessed with it gave it to him in freaking october i was gonna say he's obsessed with it so he he has it already it was a long story basically i couldn't do the pickup from walmart he had to do it whatever anyway and then i gave my uh son a bunch of his gifts my husband all his gifts why would you give your kid gifts early because he was being that's something you really a real butthole that day and i was like oh my god like i just need him to be like like entertained with something and he's so bored of like all the same toys like sometimes he just gets really bored i was like he's gonna love this so i gave it to him and then my husband all his gifts a custom whiskey decanter and a custom ashtray with his name on it he already gifted are decanters for wine no they have whiskey ones i mean i don't know what it does for wine either so i don't know why i'm also acting surprised but i know we're off the rails already but i got severely injured on my finger my freaking nail you notice i'm missing a nail got stuck in the slit of my oven and i pulled it and it literally cracked the entirety of my nail to the bone can i just tell you guys what's funny right now is that jesse's like showing me supposedly her nail but she's but over she's here actually i was like but i actually can't see I'm it so because sorry. she's facing the wrong direction I hate that. You guys like wonder how we do things. Surprise, we're not in the same room. But basically how we do it is we FaceTime, we Zoom, we mute ourselves on Zoom. I put you over here. Where am I for you? Well, obviously where you're looking. If it was like a clock, I'd say my laptop is at like 10 a.m. My monitor for you is at like 9.30, you might say. Oh, that's good. Kind of like an additional monitor. Okay. And then, so it's like, you're very much like, I have to like turn to see you. Yeah. But, um. Because you're like then, at five o'clock for me. Yeah. I mean, I guess you're probably almost at like eight, which is the opposite. So. Oh, that was embarrassing. I just forgot where nine was on the clock. I thought nine was the one on the bottom. That's six. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, let me see. B- oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you could tell, oh, but it's like completely the- cracked down the middle. Yeah. Fuck. 
And honestly, my nail lady hasn't answered me because I'm like, yo, I have a put an appointment tomorrow morning. I'm like, can I put a nail on this or will I get gangrene? Anyway, don't you just love these tangents in the beginning? Yeah, well, um, <laughs> this was another episode that going into it, like I'd say an hour before it was like, well, fuck, what are we going to talk about today? It's another situation where I feel like there's been a lot of little tiny updates and stuff, but it's like, what do we really want to dive into? I have to say, um, these kind of turn into my favorite episodes. I kind of like the quick, like, let's talk about this and then this and then we just kind of go off the rails for a few of them when we're like super dedicated to a topic it could get pretty intense especially when we're editing it i'm like can we shut up already yeah yeah, yeah. we tend to repeat <laughs> ourselves a lot and i'm like okay yeah you guys already went over that move on oh my god also i don't know if you reviewed the con the comments in our last episode but i, I was saw canceled. two in a row about me interrupting you and i wanted to cry and then i just i never see those okay well at least you didn't see any of me, like my severe cancellation for saying that pizza overseas is no good. Wait, what? And I'm talking severe cancellation. I think cancellation. I saw a few people that were like, uh, have you been to Italy? <laughs> okay, first of all, I have a reasoning for it. I'm not just a dumbass American who thinks that like, America's the best at everything. No. Domino's is the best. You know where that came from and I can explain myself. Obviously, I was not thinking of Italy. Like, obviously. Like, oops, forgot about that. But what I was actually thinking about is I used to watch this vlogger that lived in New Zealand and she was American and she used to show the pizza. That's where I was thinking of when I said they don't have good pizza overseas because the New Zealand pizza, barely any cheese, sad. She used to talk about how sad that pizza would make her. And I'm just like, oh, that's well, what I was thinking well, of. Crap, actually, can we, st I, I wanna, it's not a real topic we need to discuss, but um, I don't know if you saw it, but uh, Dave Portnoy, uh, Barstool, who yeah. honestly, not a huge fan, but he does that pizza review thing where he- Right, 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 yeah. He went to David Dobrik's and he, I guess it's just called Dobrik's. I have to say, it is a good name. I thought his review was really um, dumb. <laughs> Dave's. Yeah. Honestly, I don't really watch the pizza reviews normally, but I, I think he ended it by saying like, I don't think pizza is his thing. The biggest thing that bugs me about them is just how he eats the pizza. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like, like real like, ah. vicious. Yeah, real vicious. It's like the cookie monster. Loki, that's how I eat pizza, but I get it. No, I... <laughs> Cut to us being drunk in our first video. Eating, like, pizza like fucking animals. I had to run! Whoa! Wait, I have to put a pumpkin here for my camel toe. Oh, my God. Do you remember when I used to order, it was like triple cheese Alfredo pineapple pizza I, from Domino's? Yes, because I've said before, you're the person that made me like pineapple on pizza. <gasps> when have you said that? I'd be so drunk and I'd be like, that does smell good. She would order me like my own separate pizza because I didn't like it. But then gradually as like the drunk- Lily was my daughter dinner. before I had children. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> pineapple belongs on pizza and anyone who doesn't think that, I just- can't really fuck with them. I think them. they haven't given it a chance. When you think of pineapple and pizza separately, you're like, ew, why would you want something like sweet and like tangy on? It's like the cheese and the sauce cut the tanginess. So then it's just like a little extra. It's great. And I don't like anything. Yeah, you don't like anything. In Cuban dishes, we put platanito maduro in everything. Like literally it's sweet, like plantains. Oh. And you eat that with everything. So it's like right now, my mom's literally making platanito maduro like with food and you're just gonna have sweet and salty. It's the best mix ever. I'm literally going to hate myself when we're editing this. Let's say, move on. I'm definitely ordering pizza after this. But um, mm. anyway, so I guess let's dive into the rest of the topics. There's going to be two more updates um, that are a little more thorough than that one was. But first, 
we want to thank our sponsor because you guys, we have a sponsor today and it's our good friends at Scentbird. Thank you so much to Scentbird for coming back onto this show and believing in us. We appreciate you, which means you guys love Scentbird too. And you guys used our link and our code to order Scentbird. So thank you so much if you did that. And um, yeah, if you don't know what Scentbird is, you want to let them know, Lily? If you're unfamiliar, Scentbird is a luxury fragrance subscription service that lets you choose a new fragrance to try every month for just $17. They have brands like Gucci, Prada, and Versace. But they also have a bunch of awesome indie brands like Skylar and Confessions of Rebel. And the amount they send you is super generous. It usually lasts most people about a month, but sometimes even more. I've literally never even gone through one because I have so many to choose from. But if you use our coupon code DWKT, you will get 55% off of your first month with Scentbird, which makes it just over $7 if my mathematics is correct. The three scents I got sent this time were Bitch Please by Confessions of a Rebel. Not to be confused with the hit single by Jesse Smiles. If you haven't listened to it, I suggest you go listen to it now. Anyway, they also sent me Wonderlust by Michael Kors, which I'm not gonna lie, that one's my favorite. And then also one called The Ghost in the Shell by uh, Etat Libre de Orange. I have a great accent, I know. I was sent The Eighth by Ash. Zillage House of Hotes Bijou. I have a French husband, this is embarrassing as hell. And Marc Jacobs Daisy Oh So Fresh, which is honestly my favorite out of all of them. I have had this perfume for years, so now it's just like extra perfume and a travel size that I can carry around in a cute little tube because Daisy Oh So Fresh is one of my favorite perfumes of all time. The link is in the description as well as the pinned comment. And thank you to Semperd for sponsoring us yet again. Okay, so we do have some more updates that we're gonna do later in the episode, but first we're gonna do a topic that we have not talked about as of yet. And honestly, I don't know too much about, but apparently Jesse does. So she's going to take this one. So I am not going to lie. I dodged this topic last time when we were trying to figure out topics to talk about because this happened before our last episode. And I purposefully. Oh, have you been purposely avoiding this? Purposely avoiding oh, yeah. So by the way, the topic is OK, baby. So, um, yeah, I've been avoiding this topic since our last episode. I had no idea. I know. I know. I hide it well. Listen, do we know them? Yeah, we do. No, but apparently you <laughs> we do. We do. We um, do. I don't have a picture with Kira, but I, fun fact, I met her when I was pregnant with Noah. She came up to me backstage at Playlist Live and she was just like saying hi. I didn't meet Oscar. So if you guys don't know, Kira and Oscar are the two parents that make up OK Baby. They have been family vloggers who I followed honestly since Kira was pregnant with um, Levi when he she was like a teenager. Which I don't know how old is the kid now, how long ago was He's that? like eight. <laughs> oh my God. Well, that's, even you saying like, I I guess you being pregnant with Noah was a long time yeah. ago now. I don't know. I also forget you got a playlist, but it seems so I weird. don't go like, anymore. I'm like, that doesn't feel like that long ago that you would have met her. I then. know, but it was a really long, I mean, yeah, it was like five years ago or more. She came up to me. She was super sweet. She was just like, hey, I just wanted to say hi. And like, I guess she followed me or whatever. And you had already been watching her. Oh yeah. Since the beginning of their journey, like way before they were even big on YouTube. <laughs> when she had like 300 subscribers you know me. and you randomly found them. Yeah. <laughs> I do be watching really obscure YouTubers. I'm always just curious how you found them. Mm, and you never know. can explain no, it. Never, never. <laughs> just stumble. <laughs> like that one lady I watched that reviews candles and Dollar Tree items. I go back to our video where we react to the mukbangs where you showed me like that weird chicken guy that dipped it in the... That's not even obscure. Oh yeah. He's big. Anyway. Okay. I followed Kira and Oscar for a long time when they just had Levi. Now they have four kids. I'm going to be honest. I stopped following them like a couple years ago. I was kind of like over the family vlogging thing. And once I realized that like 
family vlogging in general is exploitative in nature. I was not as thrilled in participating as a viewer. However, Kira and I, I believe, still follow each other online on Instagram and Twitter. Gonna, she's oh, gonna pull a death noodle. She's gonna follow me now. But <laughs> wait, but question: So were they always a family? I mean, I guess it's called OK Baby. So it was like, did she start it when she was pregnant? Um, I don't know the lore of before, but I'm pretty sure, yeah. Like she started a like teen pregnancy channel, and then like that that was the hook to the yeah. content. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then she had another kid, and another kid, and another kid. But like it very much has always been like it wasn't like it was her channel, and then it no slowly transitioned. It was like no, she made it because no, but she did uh, eventually branch out and like do more personal stuff on her own channel, which is now where kind of all her mm -hmm. stuff lives. No one's on OK Baby anymore, right? Well, they were ending the channel. Well, Lily, you always hit those hard-hitting questions that spoil everything. You know I need You're confidence. so inquisitive. I love it. But um, hold on to your horses. So basically, they were a family channel. They were together for a while. They got engaged. They were never married. But I think by that point, like, isn't that a common law marriage? You've been together for so long. I have absolutely no idea what even a common law marriage is. Oh, it's is. like you like, live together before, but... for a certain amount of time. Like you're automatically basically married and entitled to the same things you would be if you actually married someone. They made a killing off of family vlogging. And a lot of people have a lot of conflicting feelings about that. Just like is the nature of family vlogging in general. In my opinion, they're no ace family. They don't feel quite as exploitative, but it's still at, at its core. I mean, it's they. here's the thing. <laughs> I, I honestly, I struggle because when I meet someone, it automatically creates a little compartment for them in my brain where I'm like, well, I've met them. They're like human beings. You can like humanize yeah, them all. It's Yeah, it's hard to, to criticize them, but they've done a ton. I mean, their main thing is like when their kids get injured, it's like an exaggerated thumbnail. It's that kind of vibe. Oh, that feels a little... Um... Cole and Savannah. They definitely have hit a few of the exploiting children milestones where it's like, oh, this feels a little icky. Now, things get weird real quick. So I was shook to the core when about, I want to say like four months ago, three months ago, maybe it was announced that they were breaking up. I feel like it was even longer than that. The downfall of them started in March of this year, and I'm not really sure when it was public. Let me see when their breakup video was, because that's kind of important context. I have to say the breakup video is the first time I'd ever even heard of them. What? Which I find strange because like, yeah, I don't watch family vloggers, but like at the same time, I'm usually familiar at least with ones that are out there. I had never heard of them. And the only reason I ever saw anything was because um, people started doing video. I think it, it was probably like Moist Critical did like the worst breakup video ever. Yeah, 10 months ago. Oh my God. Hello? I was gonna say, I feel like it was like a year ago. Time, where are you? That's literally like sent me into an existential crisis. How has it been 10 yeah. months? I feel like I was just listening to that and I definitely found out as it was happening. But yeah, I guess it happened 10 months ago. But they had been together for a very long time. They have four children. I have watched, although I haven't been an avid watcher because I don't support family vlogging as a whole. Every time they were like pregnant, I would watch their like announcement videos and like watch when their baby was born just because I felt some sort of connection to them as like a viewer, not even just because I met Kira. The breakup video is the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. When I first oh, saw yeah, it- I was gonna say, that's the thing is because that's the reason it even came on my radar because because people are talking about it that wouldn't normally give any shits about a family vlogger channel ending. And it was just like, what's up with this video? It's so awkward. Super awkward. So basically the entire thing was Kira like chuckling and joking and telling Oscar like, oh, I'm giving Oscar advice on how he should sleep with girls. And I'm like, 
No. It will be a cold day in hell when I'm telling Nassim how to fuck girls. Like, I don't care if he leaves my ass tomorrow. Don't get me wrong. I understand that people handle things differently. And sometimes, like, you laugh when maybe you shouldn't. I definitely laugh when I'm uncomfortable sometimes. But you would think maybe when you're making, like, a very actually, like, it's not like a fake dramatic video. Like, this actually is a big thing, especially for a channel that is about their marriage and their family. To then be announcing that it's over and her be, like, laughing the whole time is super weird. Yeah, it, it's not just the laughing because, yeah, people laugh when they're uncomfortable, for sure. And I'm not here to tell someone, like, how to deal with their literal whole life, like, falling apart. Yeah. But what made it weirder is that Kira, it was clear in the video, Kira was the one who said, like, I don't want to do this anymore. She tried to say some statements, like, it was both of us. I'm like, we both, like, kind of, not that they both mutually ended things. It was pretty obvious it was her that ended things, but that they both kind of contributed Did to the things. downfall. Yeah, they both kind of, like, things kind of fell apart. Now, what was like weird, like little feelers went up when I watched it is when Kira brought up cheating. She basically said like there was no cheating. She wanted to clear that up. And Oscar gave a little like, well, there wasn't cheating. Like she was very much like trying to clear them both instantly and be like, no, neither of us did anything wrong. And he's like, yeah kind of yeah that was the vibe that you get watching it but then also she says in that clip where she's talking about cheating she says like i'm not including this clip like in the final product I'm gonna play. Can, yeah can we play yeah it? i sure can nobody like cheated nobody like this is about where i stopped feelings were hurt though you did some things that hurt my feelings but <laughs> found out later on can you please clarify that i wasn't cheating yeah you, you weren't cheating to, like, you People will dig into You that. did a lot of things that bothered me. I wouldn't consider them full-blown cheating, but it was close. Oscar, I'm not keeping that. All right, all right, fine, fine. And comforting another guy because he was sad. Oh, there it is. I didn't <laughs> even do anything. This, I know. This no, is comforting and, and, to Oscar. Oh, shut up. But guys, that was early on. Uh, don't even get me started. That whole thing, I just, it makes me cringe so bad because it's like, you guys filmed that and then put it up? Okay, but that, here's my theory about family vlogging. Because they did daily vlogging for so long, then it branched out to not daily vlogging. You lose all sense of like filter in front of a camera because everything you do is just like fair game. I feel like here, if you look at our first episode of this podcast and you look at this episode, we talk so much more shit, so much more freely. Like we don't have that fear. I, maybe we do. I talk about getting canceled every video. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, but I, I don't know. It's just like, it's like that's them having like a legitimate like little argument I know. On camera. And you would think like, maybe we like, you know, take that back. And, and it is it. an but edited like, video. And she did leave exactly. that in. Yeah, it is it is weird as fuck. But everybody who's ever been in a, ma a marriage in general has like thought about like, oh my God, if I ever wasn't in this marriage, not because I'm unhappy, but just like you think of things like, you know, you have a yeah. brain, you think. Um, like if I have a fight with my husband, my brain drifts off into like, if I'm alone, like what what's it going to be like on my single life? And like, holy fuck nightmare like splitting everything selling our house just everything would like literally destroy me that when I saw her like vibe in the video I was like girl how are you not like literally losing it right now your whole life is like being split do you know what I get like the the general feeling I get from her is as if she I mean that little spat definitely gives you the vibe that she did do something inappropriate that was bordering on cheating depending I guess on what your definition of cheating even is but don't you get the vibe that she's almost like, she knows she did something wrong, but she knows that he's not gonna, like they've already agreed that he's not gonna call her out. So she's like, kind of like, <laughs> got away with it. You know, she gives me the vibe. And I mean, I don't mean to bring my 
ex-boyfriend Richie into this. Um, but like in that breakup, I was definitely the like decider of like this is ending. And I definitely got a little cold in certain situations and behaved kind of like Kira is where you just feel like this. You made the decision. The you are like standing strong. And- yeah, you kind of feel like I'm standing strong in this situation. And like, I don't know how to describe it. I don't think she's like evil for it. I just think she definitely like in order to leave and like split her whole life up. I think she had to like really stand in this decision and like it made her come off as like kind of heartless in this clip. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying she is or she isn't because what happens next, no one could have seen coming. I watch a lot of Dad Challenge podcast. So I don't, I have mixed feelings about him. Do you know him? I've heard you mention it before, but no. Basically his whole thing is like calling out people who exploit their children online, but he does it in possibly the most petty. I mean, he literally is just like, you're a dumbass. And then he'll just like get like family vloggers and like critique every single breath they take like if they go grocery shopping what they bought for their kids this and that like it's a bit much you know what I mean so whatever I understand what he thinks he's doing but I also think it's like Jesus Christ like it's a lot it's like the intention is there but maybe the method's a little off yeah exactly so he is who I found out most of this from so like I watched him reacting to the breakup video then I went and checked it out myself etc he documented a lot of this and kind of how everything started. So Kira and Oscar used to have a nanny named Hannah. So she literally used to look after their children. Hannah was briefly married to a man named Preston. So they were actually married. You know, when you say I do, (laughs) (laughs) you you know how that goes. Yes, I believe you. (laughs) I don't know when things took a turn, but you remember the clip that we just saw? She was talking about comforting a man. And how that made Oscar feel uncomfortable. Well, yeah, Preston. Uh, So basically, spoiler alert, Hannah and Preston ended up getting, we believe, an annulment because they weren't married like long enough. I think they just annulled their marriage. Hannah was the nanny. She married Preston. Oscar and Kira married, right? Everybody having a good time. Kira and Hannah had a podcast together. It was called between the sheets I believe where they primarily talked a lot about like sex and like sex related things and like it was a very like open and whatever podcast there was a specific episode that had Preston Kira Oscar and Hannah together all talking about sex fun times right okay cool we're all friends obviously Oscar's friends with Preston Hannah and Kira are like best fucking friends okay cool at some point Hannah and Preston either get their marriage annulled or divorce. I'm not sure, but they definitely were married. And after that happens, I guess Kira was comforting Preston for some reason. And um, long story short, Kira's dating Preston now. That is literally, like, could you imagine? I mean, I don't know who any of these people are, so I don't know the <laughs> dynamics of the relationship. But could you imagine if literally you and Nassim got a divorce and then suddenly I was like... Oh, I'm here for you. Like, no. First of all, literally. (laughs) But you want to know the craziest part? Because I've been around for so long, I know the lore. The lore is that Oscar and Kira got together because Oscar was dating one of Kira's friends in like high school. This is a pattern of behavior. She goes for her friends, guys. Periodontal. And honestly, it is disturbing as hell. Kira, if you're watching this, because maybe you follow me on Instagram, maybe you're like a secret um, podcast viewer. You know, there's like random people that I interact with like on a daily basis and they'll be like, oh, I'm watching the new episode of the podcast. Like there's people that watch this we don't even know. So much because I'm like, really? Yeah. (laughs) Like you watch through? Why? Yeah, I'm like, you took time to watch it? Okay. (laughs) But I don't know if Kira's like one of those people. I don't know the dynamics of your relationship. I don't know anything. I just know that there's no realm in which this isn't fucked up. So the reason why people found out is because Dad Challenge Podcast, I was mentioning him, got a source, okay, that was in Las Vegas. Bro, crazy. This sounds very like 
okay magazine when i first heard it i was like bullshit okay well i'm gonna tell you what it is and then i'll tell you like i thought it was bullshit at first turned out not bullshit at all i'm so, so glad you know about this because i literally would have never taken the time to look into i know i know because it's all so stupid oh that's all of them in the fucking oh my god uh, yeah i know it, it gives try guys vibes okay that's literally what marky was saying it does give try guys vibes except not so much the power dynamic because it's like everybody was like kind of friends and it's weird yeah no just the fact that they all like are friends and like do it working together it's so bizarre so basically someone contacted dad challenge podcast and said hey um i was in vegas and kira and preston tried to have a threesome with me and oh i know God. i know i know i know i was freaking out when i ran into i mean no shame to threesomes but like the fact that it's pre- vibes. like why are people so open like you're cheating and you're flaunting it well and- they weren't <laughs> cheating they weren't cheating they were separated at this time so kira had already left oscar and preston had already divorced so it's not cheating per se we don't know but we don't you know we we can't say cheating it wouldn't be something they would want to be public knowledge i would just think. to just put it in perspective picture this right now being lillian nasim like my husband like just to put it into perspective of how fucked it is you know what i'm saying and it's not like this is like for some reason like i don't know why they would be there any other reason besides like being romantically involved why would they would be in vegas together but even just look at the picture it's very much like look at us on our romantic vacation that was the only thing that kind of it made it believable when dad challenge podcast was bringing it up josh because he had this picture picture. no this picture was nowhere else before he put it up so the source found this picture on their tinder or like one of the dating sites that they were trying to recruit someone for a threesome Okay. Yeah, I know. Oh it's my crazy. god! So they were trying to do the. Th- I I thought you meant they like approached someone. No, bitch. Just- publicly on a dating site. No shit. <gasps> I don't know which is worse. So then, um, these were the messages that came along with it. So it was, oh my god! And they're just prep your anus to clench because it's really cringe. So this was Preston's dating profile. I think this is is this hinge. Uh, no. Is it? Uh, oh, but Bumble, I don't right? Know what- Maybe Bumble. Oh, yeah, yeah, because Bumble's yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure out where this, like, message is from. But yeah. it was a dating site. Preston put up the profile, and then they put up that exclusive photo just while they were in Vegas trying to find someone for a threesome. So this person messages them and says, hi. And he says, hi, did you read profile? And she says, yes, you interested? And he says, we are. Are you? And she said, paradise, where are you? Yes, I am. And he said, we are staying at the Win. Are you free tomorrow night? And she said, sounds fun. And there were pictures from Kira at at the Wynn Hotel, so people match, you know, the backgrounds of the room. It's not really hard to trace back. Oh um, and she was at the Wynn at this time. So they were texting for a while, whatever. And then Kira messages this girl and says, we love that kissy face. Hi, baby girl. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. Just getting time to respond myself. Let's grab drinks and show you what rough really feels like. Hot, sweaty face. Kira, she says, oh, I like the sound of that. I'm excited to meet you both. And then Kira says, text us what a good time is and we can find a good bar and meet you there if that's okay with you. And she says, yes, sounds good. And then Kira says, thanks, love, with a tongue emoji and two black hearts, a.k.a. I'm gonna eat that buffet. (laughs) Oh, no. So then they met up. They did end up meeting up. And if I remember correctly, what Dad Challenge Podcast said. Wait, who gave him this information? The person who was going to have the threesome. Yeah. And they gave this info to, like, he felt, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, a really random, like. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But they basically told her that that wasn't their first time doing a threesome. And then I don't know where the quote, what daddy wants, daddy gets came from but for sure that's i think that's what the like girl said that kira said to her like about preston like what daddy 
Ghost. Any guess? I don't. I don't know. We got here. I know, right? Okay. Why wait, are we is, here? <laughs> honestly, I know. I I didn't want to talk about it, but like, how can we not? It's so juicy. Anyway, so then people started noticing things like in. Kira's Instagram pictures, there was five Christmas stockings in her videos. There were six Christmas stockings because she has four kids. So there was six in the videos, but then she took one out for like pictures, allegedly. There was also a video of Kira talking about like, oh, um, my boyfriend to her kids. And they were describing that like he was crazy. Like they were like joking like, oh, he's crazy. She was asking them what they thought of her, her boyfriend. It was like a whole thing, but they're together together. Anyway, so this is all speculation though, right? Wrong. So the other day, Kira, I don't know what prompted this, but she just she just went for it. And uh, do you want to read this? A cold read. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <clears throat> I was reading it already to myself and I'm like, what is the first sentence even? Like what? She says, Hannah and I, so the girl she does the podcast with. Yeah. Yep. The nanny. Former yep. nanny. Hannah and I are no longer friends. I don't know why I read that wrong. I thought it said Hannah and I are no longer together. <laughs> Oh, no. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> Another twist. <laughs> Hannah and I are no longer friends, although I truly love her and think she's one of the best people to ever walk this planet. My breakup video is a very, very hard video for me because I was trying to cover all the emotions I was feeling by not feeling and laughing and by doing so it was appearing heartless and truthfully just overall horrible, which I do 100% believe is not an accurate representation of my character and I'm sorry for those of you that it hurt. I'm dating Preston, and we have been seeing each other since March of this year. Sometimes friends that are there for you in tough situations turn into more. Well, good old Marky realized that the last podcast episode with Hannah was March 23rd. Oh. Like, you may not want have wanted to give out that March number, sister. Because that, that, that just made things a little complicated. So Hannah's not thrilled, I'm going to assume. Uh be probably not um there's a, listen here's the thing i understand things happen and people maybe fall for each other you never thought like is it shania twain who is it there was like a, a star it was either shania twain or someone else who like her husband and her best friend cheated with each other and then she ended up with the husband of the best friend like a you whole know, thing it's not like I've, I've heard that happening before it's a thing that happens i understand that maybe it's like oh my god i feel like i ended up with the wrong person and like if everyone's okay with it that's fine but also like i feel like that's one of the situations where it's an exception to the rule i mean here's the thing you have to take a couple things into account number one this is not the first time this has happened that's literally how her and oscar got together and it's giving grass is greener on the other vibe side the you know vibes I, I understand that like maybe everything wasn't perfect with oscar but nothing's gonna be perfect with anyone me and my husband talk about this all the time where we're just like name one fucking human being that isn't annoying like one person like the people i love most in this world are annoying as fuck like i'm annoying as fuck like there's nobody that's not annoying perfect wonderful all the time not that doesn't mean that if you're unhappy you should stay in a relationship i'm just saying that i think because she got together with Oscar at such a young age, got involved with children, which is like a whole fucking separate thing. You feel kind of like your life's put on pause for a second, especially in the younger years. And I just yeah. feel like maybe she just feels like I'm missing out and I need to go and do this and then the other. But there's no way you just all of a sudden out of the blue want to fuck each other. When you guys were on that podcast talking about fucking your brain was thinking about Preston. That's all I'm saying. Honestly, that's one of the craziest parts to me is that they had a podcast about sex. I'm like, did they talk about threesomes Yes. <laughs> 
Yes, in that episode. I, I, I really don't need to hear any of it, so we don't need to play it. No, but, but in um, the episode where they're all four together, they're talking about shit like threes, I swear. And it's just, to me, there's no situation where I'm not going to be like, yo, you've been thinking about my ex-husband's schlong, like, since you met him, bitch. Like, I know you have. I know you and me are close, and it's not, maybe they weren't as close, but then I have to think, I'm like, bro, you had a podcast together, and she watched your children. There's no way you weren't as close. Right? Because that's what I was saying. I was like, I mean, I don't know the dynamics of their relationship. Maybe they're not that good of friends. And it turned, it was like, a, I, I don't know. But still, it, it just, it's weird. It's so to weird. To think of it in our, it just, yeah, I don't know. This is way, <laughs> this went way deeper than I thought it was. Right? I have mixed feelings, again, because I've met Kira and all that stuff. I just have the inkling, and especially as someone, I wasn't a young mom per se. I was 24 when I became a mom. But you always are going to struggle with those like, damn, like I miss those independent days. I miss when yada, yada, yada. And I think she's kind of living that truth right now a little bit. You know, it's kind of like, but it's sad to watch. There's a lot of like videos of us. Oscar, um, the process of them like selling their home, which was like an insanely, it was seven bedrooms in fucking Utah, gorgeous home. They thought that was like their forever home. And it's just kind of sad to see that falling apart. It's, I mean, listen, I'm a child of divorce and I'm fine, question mark. I just think it's, it's definitely sad. It's sad to see how everything ended. And I think, um, I didn't expect it. Like, I just never thought that this would happen, especially not in this way. I obviously can't relate to anything she's going through because I don't have children, a husband, or any kind of relationship. But um, I definitely all have had friends that have kind of echoed the sentiment of, like, getting married young, you do kind of feel like you're missing out on things that other people are doing. And, I mean, that's, like, I feel like standard social media thief is the comparison, or what is it? Uh, comparison is the thief of joy. You're constantly comparing your life to other people's. And when you're young, I feel like getting married and having a family, that's like the exciting thing. But then once you have it, you see all these people like traveling and meeting their significant others and getting married later in life. And you're like then wanting their stuff too. And like you said, the grass is always greener. You're taking for granted the things that you do have because you're like, well, what about that other stuff? I have mixed feelings about it because part of me is the child of divorce again, who's like really proud of my mom for leaving my dad because I love them both horrible together. My dad, you know, he watches this podcast now, but they were not, not a good vibe. You know what I mean? And I would have probably been really miserable growing up had they stayed together. Yeah. It's the set of circumstances. Like I would have never talked about this if it wasn't done in the way that it was done in the sense of like, dude, that was your best friend and person who you trusted with your children's lives. That's a whole other level. And it's like, there's so much dick in this world. There's no need to go for that dick it's like so girl code violation that it's like we had to talk about it but it's not fun to talk about a family like crumbling and that obviously like it's devastating the kids don't understand now but they will one day it's like I don't know him pointing out that that hurt him in the breakup video and she's like no but that wasn't cheating you know and then it like actually but you ended up with him that's fucked up because also I feel like we've talked about that with other situations that it's like even if there's no proof that they cheated and even if there wasn't cheating going on the fact that there was something beforehand like it planted that seed that he's always going to be thinking well what if something happened even if it didn't also I can't imagine being Hannah reading that and being like oh really rich I'm the best person you know in this planet Oh God, that's all like, don't even include that. I feel like that's more of an insult than anything else. It's like, it oh, really well, then what, how do you treat the worst people in your life? Then? <laughs> yeah, it's just honestly a shitty situation, but definitely juicy enough to talk about. So um, yeah, that's about, that's about the whole saga for now. Wow. Not what you expected, fair to say? No. No. <laughs>
um, what do you got for us today, Lily? <laughs> well, I have another marriage we uh, need to talk about. Good old Britney Spears and Sam Asghari. Uh, you guys, I was telling Jesse earlier, I don't think I've ever had the TikTok algorithm serve me out something so consistently. And like, yeah, I'll admit that I was watching the video, so I wanted it to give me more. Like, I was thrilled about this. But I've never gotten so many of the same topic in a row for like an hour. I swear, last night I was like, what is... I thought I was like on an account that was just giving me Britney Spears thing, but it was just the For You page. I haven't gotten anything. And the only thing I get, it, I'm in like the crux of like being so stressed out. I'm like bathing my children. I'm like a long day of work. And Lily's texts me, she's like, oh my God, <laughs> look at this. I look, it's the most ridiculous conspiracy I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, Lily, what is this? <laughs> okay, so basically I think where we ended it last time is that a lot of people think right now that Britney Spears is either dead. No, they think she's dead. There's. Yeah, I, I, don't I don't think, think there's actually an alternative. I had an alternative that I presented that like maybe she's possibly in like an inpatient mental health facility or something. But most people, uh, and when I say most people, I am referring to a large portion of her fans, larger than you would think at this mm -hmm. point. But um, a lot of people think she is dead and has either been replaced by a clone, multiple body doubles, including body doubles that have either been like deep faked with her face on them <laughs> or that sh they have skin masks. The the spectrum ranges. I'm sorry, what did you just say? Skin masks? Dude, I've like a whisperer never, from Walking these Dead? people on TikTok are so unhinged and like picking apart every video that Sam or Britney has ever posted. And you know what's again, crazy? I will say, they, I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but they probably don't even like overlap with QAnon. Like I bet you there's the no, same people who no, believe QAnon's I don't think bullshit. The, the people that care that much about Britney Spears, I don't think get that into politics. Right. But I, it's <laughs> so insane to watch some of these videos because I'll admit some of the stuff is weird. And we said that last time. It's a cause for concern maybe some of the posts, but you also have to consider that she has been experiencing really bad mental health issues for a while now. And we don't know her. So it's hard to be like, she wouldn't post that. I'm like, you don't know what she would post. Yeah, you also forgot to mention the heavy um, accusations of CGI use. Well, so that's, I was going to go, this is, so my update is going to be kind of an update on the few conspiracy theories because there's a no. few that I'll see. <laughs> Sorry, I was just literally making me laugh so bad that he's in a green screen. This, a lot of people I've seen using this clip as kind of context because it shows that he does have access to a green screen I'm studio. Dying. And he's familiar with kind of the special effects world. That was a good find, I will say. Great for the conspiracy theories. I know. Actually, a little suspicious. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, honestly, I this kind of got me. I was like, oh, kind of fucking weird. Yeah. I mean, it's not weird. He's an actor, so it's like... It, it, wait, he's an actor? Yeah. What has he ever been in? Nothing until he got married to her. And now he has, like, <gasps> some show coming out. But this is the big one that's been going around the last week. The video from her birthday where it's, like, them in the living room. And it's super awkward. He posts it. And it's him being like, hey, we're running late. She's making Instagram content. And and it's like Britney in the background with some lady. So weird. And it looks like the lady and Britney like aren't moving at all. But the thing that has everyone talking about this video and has the CGI and green screen theories coming out, which also I don't think people know what CGI is. Like listening to a lot of these <laughs> conspiracy theorists talk about it, they're like, and then they CGI this and they green screened this. And I'm like, I don't think you know how that works. You, when you, have you ever seen? <laughs> 
<laughs> the videos of Kristen Stewart petting um, Taylor Lautner. Yeah, yes. And he had, like, that's CGI. Like, yes. you have to have, like, dots and, like, a, a fucking exactly. whole suit. And, like, yeah, I don't doubt that Britney Spears, like, her estate, whoever has her money at this point. I don't doubt that there's a lot of money there, but I don't think they're paying a CGI team. Like, that's... I, like, I think of what you're saying, too. Like... Okay, in their theory, she's gone. She's passed on. How long do they keep the shtick up for? That's my point. I'm like, what's the, like, I get that she's like still making money, but she would still be making money after she died. So I don't understand why they would need to keep this. Yeah, no, I'm gonna have like, to Like, unless their plan is to like fully like and wait until deep fake is like standard enough that they can like do an entire concert series or something. But anyway, the thing here is that supposedly in this video, People say that one of the balloons in the background crosses like over his nose, saying basically that if he was on a you green believed screen, it last night. I did no, but honestly, when you see it, it's because me the video, asking like I didn't have my glasses on. I was like, Lily, what am I looking at right now? Because I saw it several times, and it does look a little odd. But then I did slow it down, or I paused it right on where it happens, and I think it's just an optical illusion. Okay, I want to see. Where is it? It's right the, there. What? Like where he's, and then he swipes. When he like turns his head and then goes back, it's that white balloon. His nose gets like, it almost looks like his nose gets cut Not. off because it looks like the balloon kind of goes in front of it, but it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Like it's just perfectly aligned with the curve of his like. I die for this. Then it makes no, it look. But like can that. we please play this guy's commentary? Because I die for yeah. it. Are we all <laughs> going to ignore the fact that he's actually he's standing in front of a CGI screen? Me, just imagine, I'm just so beat down for my whole day. I'm like literally so exhausted. Lily sends me this. I'm in bed with all my glasses. Like, what? Like, literally, that's what happened. Hold on, look at this. Make content. We're running late to dinner. Come on, let's go. Are we all going to ignore the fact that he's actually standing in front of a CGI screen? Look at the white balloon. It moves in front of his face ever so quickly. What's a CGI screen? Are we all going to ignore that he's just on a CGI screen? <laughs> I, I, just, I ask again, what is a CGI screen? Oh my like, god, that's so screen? I, I don't understand. Again, I, I understand why this is a thing because it does look weird. But, but the commentary is so over the top. It's hilarious. <laughs> but also, Sam, if, if he's one of those people that's like, I believe he's an actor, but I don't believe he's a very good actor. And the way he even says, like, we're running late to dinner is weird. is weird. Where is that? Do you have that here? That he's an actor? Like his weird fucking TikTok of him talking. That, I mean, he was talking in that one. I know, but the whole one is freaky deaky. Like, I think it's really fucking weird. We're running 30 minutes late. Did all this for her to just be on Instagram and make content. We're running late to dinner. Come on, let's go. This is what I have to deal with. I feel like it's disturbing the way he speaks. It just doesn't sound like he's speaking to anyone. It seems like he's reading a line. Right, 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 yeah. Which again, uh, we don't know him. If the conspiracies weren't so far-fetched, I would believe them a little more, but it's like people I'm sorry. are saying that she's I, been again. Like, kidnapped by the government and stuff. And I'm like, okay. Okay, bullshit, but there, you don't need to have your fucking tinfoil hat on to realize that he's obviously super weird. He gives off super weird vibes, which I'm almost never wrong about. Like, I'm sorry, not to be like, I'm 100% correct, but like, I'm always right when people like, give me The conspiracies are correct because I agree with the vibes. I just, I don't think that, um, I don't think she's passed away or anything morbid like that. I think that he's a clout goblin and yes. I think that he obviously is not with her for the right reasons, which she historically has been with men, Kevin Federline, who are not with her for the right reasons. 
reason. So like, I totally think that part is plausible. Wait. And I'm not here to say like, he's innocent. Like he's not, he's weird as fuck. That is something though. I didn't, I don't have any links to it, but that's something that also was coming up in my For You page a lot is clips about how her ex, Jason Alexander, who had crashed the wedding. Do you remember? Hey, where's Brittany at, bro? I'm Jason Alexander, first husband. Oh, I'm here to crash the wedding, bro. So here's the inside scoop, guys, of the bullshit wedding. Jason Alexander. Britney Spears invited me here. She's my first wife, my only wife. I'm her first husband. I'm here to crash the wedding because nobody's here but Sam. So where the fuck's the family and where's the... There's Kate right there. Kate! Kate! Come here, Kate! Right, right, right. That yeah. apparently, Super like, because they really painted him as like he's crazy and he's unhinged. That apparently that's not the case, and that like him and Brittany maybe really were talking, and he's been just thrown under the bus because they wanted to cover it up. I mean, he did seem like a weird motherfucker. <laughs> I again, I was like, none of the I I. There's so much that I'm like, I, mean, I know. I believe that it's weird, but I don't. Oh, sorry. No, no, go keep going. I was just like trying to see. Oh, no, no. I don't, just, what other links did I put? Because okay. it, some of them see. were proving like. Okay. Make content. I'm going to, I'm going to slow that down and let you look at that again. Instagram and make content. We're running late to dinner. Do you kind of see? I also think it's something to do with the colors. It's like, I just it's not a great quality video. And I think it just kind of like. Like imagine the, the first of all, this isn't CGI. Like guys, the elaborate, the, the, that, you have to think I'm like, why would they CGI just that? I get so like frustrated when I hear conspiracy theories because I'm like, okay, when you do escape rooms, the number one thing that fucks you up is when you go too deep into it. You need to think what is the most logical way to get the fuck out of here? And people just lose it. They just go into the abyss. You can't lose it, guys. You got to stay focused. Well, and I think, what the fuck oh is God, that, I'll get to this one in a sec. Okay, okay. Um, but, uh, <laughs> All right, I'm well, a little disturbed. Uh, I guess actually, no. Now we're moving out of CGI, though, and more into the green screen territory. So people already have brought up the fact that he has access, supposedly, to like a green screen full-on like 360 studio, basically. Someone has po pointed this out, claiming that she... Okay, also I have to say, I, I'm not... I'm definitely not going to say Britney Spears is not like an intelligent person. But I don't think she's some like Careful, master <laughs> coder coming up with these like secret messages. Like the things that people have convinced themselves that she's trying to communicate to them are so complicated that I'm like, huh? You think Britney Spears came up with that? I don't know exactly what you're referring to, but I do know that from the Free Britney movement, she has publicly said, if I'm not mistaken, I could be mistaken, but I don't think I am. That, that they weren't signs. That they were signs. So when she had like help on her hat, I vividly oh, remember- that they were? Yeah, they were signs. Oh. And I remember my um, best friend, Leslie, she showed me, she's like, it was- I think it was like in 2020, like right at the start of the pandemic. And she showed me like her hat that said help. And I'm like, girlfriend, that looks like nothing. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And um, that people would say, hey, wear yellow next time. And she would wear yellow. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I saw it confirmed somewhere that she was saying like, yeah, I was actually doing what those ones. I get those make a little more sense. I'm trying to think there was one that I saw that I'm like, it, it's a lot of like patterns with her Instagram captions and like colors that she's it's like that brown bag matches these brown shoes and blah 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 and I'm like oh yeah mm -hmm. what what would that even what I'm telling you conspiracies always say like okay this is true now we're gonna make this true and it's just so they, they have the conclusion before they come up with the hypothesis oh my god 
Lily, you're genius. That's so true. Slay but with so, that explanation. <laughs> here's one that's an example. And it says, like, look at her glasses. They have a green screen. She wore <gasps> glasses, supposedly, so she could show you guys, like, that there is a green screen. But it's like, I, you can't oh tell in that reflection. It could be gra- green outside. As a glasses wearer, let me evaluate. Let me see. She has it doesn't, like, it's not a, she's not a green screen studio. Green screen. Hi, guys. Uh... This is a little embarrassing. I can disprove this in two seconds. You ready? Um, all glasses that are anti-reflection reflect green. Really? End of story. <laughs> That's it. Literally, if you get anti-reflective coating on your glasses, every light reflects green. Well, and that she's probably in front of a window. Which if she was in front of a window that wasn't yard. even green, if it was like brown or whatever, the light would reflect green on her glasses. Well, there you go. That's an even <laughs> added bonus. So I, because when I saw this, I was like, no. What's more plausible, that she was has anti-reflective glasses on or that she was obviously watching a holiday episode of Do We Know Them? <laughs> if you <laughs> zoom in, that's... you see Lily and you can't convince me otherwise. <laughs> no, but honestly, that's the thing. It's like there is weird stuff going on, but then why would you be focusing on this shit? Like focus your attention on stuff that maybe does actually seem relevant. You know how the but, internet um... does. But I do love diving into this because as we know, I've I've lost a few family members to QAnon, sad times. Um, but it's it's always the same thing. It's like there's some truth to this. And I saw a lot of comments like of just like, oh, well, Britney's just, you know, she's Britney. She's weird. She's this and that. I'm like, okay. I can get on board with that, but I also like something's happening. Like she's, I, it, you need to meet in the middle. There yeah. has to be kind of some level ground that you are on, and not like so deep below into conspiracy world where you're yes. literally comparing colors and pictures and saying that she wore these shoes and used this caption. Like there's a bunch of stuff that was coming out about Drew Barrymore because there was captions about like angels and all this. I mean, I'm like, these are all such reaches and based on complete coincidence well, you, that I'm like we found in uh, bro I hate that we bring this up every fucking episode but with everything that happened with me how many times did we see so many people get it so wrong and we were like yo what like <laughs> like all the information's available to you that's why I would respond so they would they would respond to something where I would put the information and they would say the wrong thing and I'd be like but I just what it, it, but just, that's the internet like they just can't be my brother always says, can't be arsed. You know how the British people say arsed? But like literally they can't be arsed to fucking read shit and just be like, it's just always too far. And I feel like it discredits everything. I think something's weird is happening with Britney. Like I'm openly saying that. I think that by now she could have easily popped on somewhere. Oh, did you see the one where they were making out um, in a pool? Okay, so I was gonna say, the only one that I have saw any validity to at all, and I still could be just like, it could be a weird video situation where you just don't see it. The two videos under a hand tattoo. The yep. first one, I believe is, yeah, it's right out, it's on their honeymoon, I believe. And it's them making out, allegedly. But you can Ooh, see- Oh, this was February. This was almost a year ago. Yeah, so you can see both of her hands. In this, like she switches wrists, like there's, there's full view of her hands and her wrists. There's no view of her face, though. And Damn, if you look at a, a much vibe, more though. recent video... The palm video, trees, the pool. Right. Like, they fucked in that water. <laughs> go to the other link, which is much more recent. Okay. And there is there is a hand tattoo. Oh, recent. Okay, now I see. And it's on her right hand. Um, keep playing. Hold on. Uh, how do Shoulder. I get it bigger? <gasps> oh, there is like a tattoo. Right yeah. You can't see that tattoo in that video. One week ago. Oh. 
Because I saw so many people discrediting the first one saying, oh, she probably got laser removal. Because apparently she has been on record or I don't know if this is true, but someone said like, no, she always thought that was a stupid tattoo and she didn't like it. And everyone was like, no, no, she had it a week ago, according to these (gasps) videos. Stop. That's weird. She had it before that video was supposedly taken. So this is the only one that I've been like, "Mm -hmm." We're we're on the internet. It doesn't mean that because she posted this a week ago, it was filmed a week ago. But that also plays into a lot of people's things is that nothing she's posted recently has been recent. So that's that's another cause for concern. Okay, no, see, I can get on board with some. I'm just not going to fucking ride the horse into the sunlight with some of you crazy Well, and then a perfect opposite (laughs) to that is the Hawaii conservatorship. A lot of people ran with this shit is because someone found paperwork online to say- Oh, sorry. (laughs) <laughs> just play this and she can explain it oh okay. okay we need to talk about a super weird court document i came across while doing research on britney's conservatorship so a friend of mine on here i'll tag her in the comments below had posted this britney spears father wants to extend conservatorship to louisiana hawaii and florida a total of 12 other states if you guys don't know a conservatorship is only valid in the state that it's filed in so her conservatorship was only valid in california so i went on hawaii's court website and started looking at the documents to see whatever came of the conservatorship in hawaii and this is what i found it says the conservatorship was terminated which is great right but in february of this year it was active but it does say terminated now. That's so, not even the weirdest part, though. Out. The weirdest. The weirdest part is something about that it like describe it lists her. Put it in dumb people terms for me. Which I don't really even care about that aspect. Back to the conservatorship. A lot of people ran with this, and it has come out since that Hawaii just hadn't updated their database yet. Okay, that's likely. So <laughs> I feel like that is very standard of a lot of conspiracy theory evidence. It's that. It's from like a clerical error that like they just didn't update it and people are then using dates as proof when I'm like, no, someone just made a mistake. Yeah, I think that 100%. Again, you give them a tiny little sliver and they're like, oh my God, that's confirmed. Like that's 100% true. Oh, oh, wait. And also there's been another court document that someone found that says Britney Spears deceased. In Hawaii? I don't think it said Hawaii. I don't have that link for it. And I don't even know what document it was on, but someone reached out to the court and they were like, oh, it was a typo. And they're like, no, she's been dead since 2019. Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't, again, I can't jump on the Avril Lavigne train. Like, Avril Lavigne being fully alive, like, (laughs) I guess people think I'm a clone. You mean Melissa? It's so depressing. It's like, bro, if everyone just thought that, like, I killed my twin sister in the, I don't know, in in fifth grade and now I'd live as her, like, I would just be like, are you fucking joking? But there's no convincing these people it's when you're they're given two possibilities they instantly believe the one that's more outrageous and it's like but why wouldn't you believe the one that makes sense the thing is is that like i'm not a person like my husband will tell me something and and we've talked about this already where it's like okay do you want me to like be like joe biden lied or like trump lied or like yeah, they, everybody fucking lies in the government. Like, what do you want me to say? I understand. And now what? I have work in the morning. Like, what do you want me to do with that? I mean, there's no proof out there. It's not like there's videos of all these elite people having sex with children. Like, that's not out there. You're not going to find it. Lily, so they have stra- bendy straws and baby blood. I don't know what you're talking about. But they be slurping. It's not saying that people don't do fucked up stuff and there's not a lot of conspiracies going on. 
But the fact that everyone runs to the deepest part of the conspiracy and then it presents... It fucks up everything. Connections that are suspicious, sure. But as proof, that's not the same thing. Mm -hmm. I 100% agree. And I think a lot of times it damages whatever goal the uncovering had in the first place. Like whatever goal you had in investigating this is now null and void because everyone's just going to think you're fucking crazy. Yep. Well, and it's just, people just keep introducing new stuff, but no one's even proved the first things that have come up. But um, I do think that's it for my Britney updates. Oh, and okay. then, I mean, I posted as like a text update in the last one. She had posted a video saying, it was like a video to, I didn't include the song because copyright, but it was to Santa Baby. And it's her like dancing and like posing with her champagne from her birthday, supposedly. And then putting cake all over her. Yeah. So that one was interesting. Um, in the caption, she also says that she was the reason her Instagram got deactivated and that it was like an oopsie. I mean, here's the thing. I think, again, the more plausible thing is that maybe she's in an impatient situation or maybe she's just being weird on social media. I mean, she's never been like not weird on social media. Yeah. Like there's never been a time where I'm like, you know, Britney's not being weird on social media. Yeah, there's more nudity that she posted today. Oh, really? Yeah. She's gotten away with a lot of nudity on Instagram where most of us would get... She covers her nips. Yeah, but, but like barely. <laughs> Which, free the nip. I don't give a fuck. But you know what I'm saying? Uh, I just... Interesting update. We'll keep an eye on it. I think something weird's happening. I just can't drink the baby blood with you all, but God That's bless. That's the thing. It's like, I is he sketchy as fuck? Yes. Is he probably Super. a huge gold digger? Yes. Yeah. Is she unhinged? I Possibly so. a port. Is you know. she dead? I don't think so. Yeah. Same. I think we have the same conclusion on that. Um, so. Unfortunately for me, Lily has blessed us with a Nikocado avocado update that I did not wish for. Care to elaborate on that? Okay. So the thing is, is that I'm so torn because on one hand, I totally see Jesse's perspective on this situation and how she's like, how is Nikocado getting basically like, he he's, has this like redeemable moment now that he's done this stuff. He's with. having his Trisha Paytas frenemies now. moment. I that's exactly, oh my God, that's exactly what's happening. And I know people have already compared it to frenemies and that's 100%. Everyone forgets about all the crazy stuff they've done because they're finally getting a version of them that's more digestible and feels more like real, even though it's not. It's like completely manufactured for this scenario. But, um, I, so I get that perspective, but then I also get that like, it, it's entertaining. Well, I, I the, here's the thing. It's not that I can't sympathize with that because the reason why I ever liked Nick Okado in the first place is because I found him entertaining. I found his personality yeah. entertaining. I just don't know why the internet insists on, I mean, it's the internet, I guess, but it's so fucking fickle that it's not Nick Okado doing something 10 years ago that people are canceling him for. It's him consistently clickbaiting disability and domestic abuse where I'm just like it's something he's doing now still yeah literally still doing and thinking that that's fucking hilarious and I'm just like how are we letting this go as a society like literally how are we doing I this? think one of the factors that makes it kind of feel like okay almost or kind of like that he's not getting away with it even though he's not really facing any consequences or anything right but that Caleb during a lot of it calls him out on shit like, okay. even we're going to, we haven't even seen it because it was live when we started filming and we have to go find where they talk about it. But basically Nick Akato had said something about 
Ethan and like explain the reason he didn't go on. And it was that Ethan was breaching confidentiality and like talking shit about him behind the scenes and stuff. And then Nikocado says something about like making fun of him for being fat. And then Caleb responds immediately and he's like, well, I mean, that's kind of fair game <laughs> or something like that, where it's kind right, of like, right, right. don't get mad at me, people for doing that when you literally, that's the reason you're doing it, kind of. Basically, Caleb kind of like will throw in little digs that on, from one perspective might seem like mean and actually probably are, but also he kind of like tries to bring Nick back down to earth. Which to that I say, that's exactly frenemies because Ethan would do the same thing. And then I'm like, is that acceptable? Why are we accepting that as a well, society? I think, but I think that's as an audience member, I think it's almost that, like, you know that they're not going to take that kind of criticism from anyone. So seeing them get any of it is a little validating. Let me see this podcast. Ep- what is it called? This collab is what I saw and this is where they like announced About it. About a month ago, I released my biggest video ever called It's Your Fault with Nikocado Avocado. Needless to say, I tried my best to get him to come back and he did. And this video is weirder and crazier than the first. Not only that, I also started a podcast with Nick. I don't know how long it's gonna go on. In fact, he's already quit after the very first episode. So once you watch this, go and check out our podcast. It's called The Dumpster Fire. The podcast is called Dumpster Fire, apparently. Oh, it's called Dumpster Fire? Yeah. Okay. Nick's coming back. I secured the bag. My golden goose is here. Remember when I pushed him in the pool? Should've cool. I think it's that they're so transparent about it that makes it kind of work. And I think that's how Trisha and Ethan were too about frenemies. It's like, no one's pretending that this is like some wholesome thing. They're like, he's like, my golden goose is here. No, here's the thing. He has the same comedic ability and intelligence and timing and relatability that Ethan had that allowed Trisha to be redeemed in the eyes of so many people who had written her off and said, no, she's been racist. I mean, literally every fucking ist in the book. Like you've just been, you've had every phobia in the book too. Like it's just too much for the audience. But because someone who's so relatable, so trustworthy, or, Mm -hmm. you know, that you feel like, oh, they get me, you're the only way that that person can be redeemed in a mainstream way. So, like, Nick Okada's redeemed in the eyes of his audience. The people who still consume his content compartmentalize. We've talked about this. Like, they write it all off as, like, acting, you know? And they're like, oh, well, it's just a character, which is, like, characters can still be very damaging and you know yeah well and that's one of the crazy parts is like when we covered this the last time I hadn't watched all of the collab videos they had done and after I did I was like oh misunderstood I think we kind of got into it a little in the video that it was like not totally I don't want to say it's not real because it is they they are authentic interactions but it's very much like both of them are in on the bit but I'm I'm kind of not I don't know Caleb I I'm not like a I think he seems like a funny probably relatable dude I don't know anything about him Mm -hmm. but um, it's of my my suspicion of this whole situation is like he is the only reason Nick's getting this kind of um, exposure in a positive light, which, as we learned from Trisha Paytas, is a very fickle thing. Doesn't mean it's going to stay. It doesn't mean it's like a strong redemption arc. It just means like here's this brief humanization of this person who's done a lot of harm. Well, and like I said before, it's taking Nick out of his comfort zone, mm-hmm. but also putting him in a situation where he doesn't seem uncomfortable. 
ball. It doesn't right. feel like he he thinks he's going to be like bombarded with something because he's in on it. He knows that this whole thing, like he he understands why people think it's funny. He understands what to do. He plays into his character, his character <laughs> a lot in these videos but at the same time he breaks it and will say things that are normal well, but the what's thing crazy is, Nick is, is that funny. he's able to seamlessly weave them together and it just makes it a very different watch than what you're listen i'm not here to like make anyone like try to feel guilty for watching this new podcast i mean i want to like look at the first episode and see what the vibe is but my whole thing is like Nick is a funny person. Like that's what I was like saying in the beginning is like he's funny, he's engaging. That's why I consumed his content before he got super problematic and before he like totally like did weird stuff with me. But like literally, you know, it's I understand why people want this. It's like well, the new. I think even what we had said the last time, like Nick, if you're watching, you don't need to do all of the stuff for attention. I think that hopefully. I'm like in a perfect world, I think what could happen is maybe Caleb is able to kind of give him this like fresh start and he's been in such his own world and universe for so long that maybe this will bring him a little more back to earth maybe. and like and kind of remind him that give him some confidence that like he is funny and he doesn't need to just rely on all the crazy stuff because yeah he fuck just that I'm gonna call it right now this is gonna be a shit show but also AK. Like, but also, I just want to say right now, my and my life, because they have literally the same subscribers we have, and they just started. I mean, that's Caleb's video. Their first one he showed had like six yeah. million views. Like this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, again, I'm gonna I've never heard myself. of before, High but key. his videos do well, and I understand why they're doing well, and I understand why both of them are, they're, they're both equally benefiting from this. So are so, they filming in the same location? What's the deal? Well, so the video that you clicked off of, of where he announces it, Mm -hmm. That is, it's Nick going back to Texas and visiting him. And I watched most of it. It is so funny, you guys. Like, I don't want to admit that, but it's hilarious. It's them, like, okay. shooting with guns. It's, like, it's Nick doing a bunch it. of, like, yeah. Texas stuff for the first time. It's him wearing cowboy boots and, like. No, I don't doubt. He, just, he's fucking funny. Like, I get it. Like, totally. It gives me almost, like, Robin Big vibes. But I'm telling you, Ethan did the same thing with Trisha. They did physical yeah, it's, activities it's together. And they yep. did a bunch and of I activities together. Yeah, I don't mean to. I ate every fucking second up for dessert That's okay it. let me see it's, this podcast there, there are so hey few situations you can get what? sure mics in different colors huh why does he have a red uh, sure mic i mean trisha had a pink one <gasps> where do we get these just is it like I, a fucking I, I skin even find we put the pink on top? One because i was trying to photoshop it for our our halloween episode <laughs> damn this is an exclusive let me see people need to see wait me. so he's filming in texas right now I have absolutely no idea. I think this is in Texas. I don't know what their plan is moving forward. People need to see oh, gotcha, gotcha. my waking journey. Yeah, Road to 600 LPs. Well, so that's another reason that I think I, I've got you trapped here kind of. Like you can't travel back, right? I mean, you don't have a I car. I can. You don't have a car. I know, you know what? I actually should have spoken to an attorney before agreeing to I pull. I We literally pull him around in a trailer. I can't with drive because you can't drive. I have they decide when I eat. They decide when I sleep. Like we horse. feed him a lot, though. To be fair, for the content. But the reason I brought you here is because we're going to force you to lose weight. Oh my god! It's oh, like I'm watching Frenemies. 
Oh, and it forced you to lose weight? I just got that. Um, I'm literally getting frenemies flashbacks. And honestly, there's so few situations where you could put two creators together and get that kind of vibe. And it's actually unbelievable to me that they have found another duo. I, I, I can't even blame them for it. I feel like it's... Listen, Caleb sees his shot. He's taken it. I just think that in the comedy and in all the ha-has, like... For me personally, it's just very sour, the whole thing. Like, I just feel like we can't forget, like, Nick's journey. He could have had a successful journey, and he did have a successful journey before he started doing super crazy problematic shit. And he chose to go the other route. And he yeah. chose, when he's a funny, intelligent, charismatic person, he chose to go the other way. And it's like, I just can't consume it, like, without having that in the back of my mind. But I get why other people do. And I get why this is going to be fucking hilarious. Which I think is also, your perspective, I think, is totally valid as well. I think that I brought up the last episode. It's clear that he's not just, like, like that. Like, there's some mental health aspects at play that are making him think, like, this is much bigger than just, like, oh, I clickbaited something. Like, basing everything off like gaining weight like the whole thing has just been insane yeah that's the thing we said too is like i know he's joking but he did actually gain an a substantial like amount of joke. weight very quickly yeah it's not it can't, how much of a joke is it when it's actually physically how much of a joke yeah. is it when we're, we can see it with our eyes exactly know? and it, not to defend him or it, even really play devil's advocate i just again have to say i hope that this could potentially kind of give him the confidence he needs to get out of that weird doing stuff for attention yeah. and maybe figure out a career where he doesn't have to do all of that stuff well, and he can just be himself. I love the enthusiasm, which I also had for Trisha Paytas when Frenemies started and when the re- redemption arc took place. I was like, yes, Trisha, you could do this. And then we all just got shit how people get this kind of second chance handed to them to be like, hey, everyone's going to totally overlook all the crazy shit you did and you can have a fresh start. And The you thing is that you're, you offer a fresh start to someone who's not healed in their soul like and not to get like super deep but like he doesn't do this just because he knows it's funny he is a funny charismatic smart person whatever yeah yeah but like he obviously there's something underlying which is why he's been willingly the you know bat but he's been exactly the butt of his own joke and just kind of like willingly um allowed all of this negativity into his life a lot of people hating on him like there's not a lot of people who are like okay with that like how often yeah. do me and you send comments back and forth we're like oh, this person hates us like it's hard exactly. on the soul that's like, it's not just clickbait like it's to a point that's like clearly something else is up but, but that's why i hope that i'm like maybe this can be his his like break in the Love that for you. And I just can't find that in my soul due to like my personal experience with Nick Akato, yeah. but also my personal experience with Trisha Paytas and frenemies and like totally rooting for her and being like, dude, this thing, like anybody would just be so insane to fuck this up. And like when it happened, I'll never forget me and Kathleen are the biggest H3 fans I know. Like literally me and Kathleen are the only people I know in those like in my friendship circle that watch every second of every episode ever. And so like we were we're texting when everything happened of Trisha Paytas and we're just like how did this, she let this happen how the fuck like this was it this was fucking her and redemption and it goes exactly back to the reason why you it probably won't work with Nick because he's not healed and there's with yep. Trisha there was so much self-sabotage going on yeah that I think she's even admitted Ding. it since that she's been like it was going well and I had to ruin ding, it before ding, it, fucking I failed ding, it some Lily. other way and I admire you for having hope but I'm just gonna let you know that number one this podcast isn't gonna last and number two 
Um, he is going to do what Nick Accardo does. And that's what I learned from Trisha Paytas and Godspeed. <laughs> Love this episode though. Well, and <laughs> before we end it though, did we want to ch check out Ethan's response? Let's talk about Nick Accardo because that's why we're all here. Let's not fucking mince let's, words. Let's <laughs> fucking around. The war drums. Now there's a lot of history between me and Nick. Go ahead with the... Yeah, yeah, I was enjoying. I was giving no flavor. Okay, I like the vibes. It's not a war, but I like it. Oh, okay. He was meant to come out and do our podcast. We we had bought him oh, a ticket. Oh, the beef is going to be that he started. The we podcast put him up in a Cameron. nice hotel. Yeah. He said five star only, right? We put him up in a nice and we said hotel. we accom oh in first class. Only, right? Didn't we accommodate? He him? did want first class. Uh, I don't think he didn't request a five star hotel. Um, we put him in a nice one just because we were. <laughs> That's, we usually broke nice hotel. So he, he requested from us a first class ticket. A first class. And we said, you know what? You are a star and, and we will pay that. And it was specifically because of his weight. I'm not even trying to. Sitting in coach is very uncomfortable. Weight, him. So honestly, it felt like a oh, fairly reasonable. Right now. I was just going to say, honestly, he might require a first class seat. Lily canceled. No, I. I, I Either two seats or one. I, yeah. I feel cramped on a coach yeah. seat. Like, <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. I was doing a bunch of videos about him on the Ethan Klein channel. And I thought we were joking around. I thought we were lightfully ribbing each other because <laughs> let's face it. He doesn't take himself seriously at all. He walks around in a tiny shirt with his stomach out. He's <laughs> playing this over the top character. Yeah. He doesn't take himself seriously. I did take it too far. I said, like, for example, because, you know, he's on OnlyFans and you can see, like, really graphic shots of him that kind of just surprised me. And I did maybe say at one point that his asshole looked like a cow's vagina. I guess yes. that part <laughs> maybe was too far. <laughs> that, that his asshole looks like a cow's vagina. <laughs> You know, I, I wouldn't have been thrilled to so see much. the OnlyFans as well, but um, yeah, I didn't know. Ethan that. Klein is a perfect example, by the way, my brain just fired off, of someone who was problematic, uh, did a lot of things who, yeah, wasn't acceptable, and has changed and like constantly is trying to like at least make some effort of like, no, I need to like, I'll learn. If you tell me I did something fucked up, I'll learn. That's what I was saying earlier is like how many people that have been canceled for doing shit like he's done, like Trisha's done, get handed this opportunity where people are and willing to overlook up. a lot of the stuff yep. they did because You're they're right. like, never mind, we like the new version. We're okay with it just ignoring everything before. Yeah. And of course, I always catch strays no matter what. It was on the subreddit with a lot of upvotes and it's all, all the comments are like, Ethan fucked this up. Mm -hmm. He was so mean. He takes it too far. I'm like, damn, I already like, I already laid myself at the altar. Do we gotta fucking castrate <laughs> me every time Nick brings it up? I actually am of the belief, by the way, that he didn't bring it too far. He didn't say anything Nick doesn't say about himself. Honestly. He was saying that they're both fat. Hey, we're both fat. Let's just mean and we're both fat. That's literally the whole honestly, thing. Honestly, I think <laughs> that Nick had some weird, like, trepidation going into it that he was, like, nervous that Ethan was going to do something live. That because he, he knows Ethan would. And he, I think, trusts Caleb in a way that is, he doesn't think Caleb will do anything because Caleb is willing to do whatever he He'll appease Nick, however, 100%. to get him on his channel. So it's 100%. like- 100%.
he's playing into Caleb's hand of like, yeah, I'm going to get views. But then Caleb is like, I will do anything you want because you're going to Uh, be. Yeah, I think that that's number one. Number two, Caleb is all pre-filmed. And Ethan likes to do shit live. And, and I think that Nick is not comfortable enough in yeah. the character that he's built for himself that he, he, I don't think he could do it. That's a great point because I would love to see what the raw footage of him and Caleb is like. Because a lot of it, yeah. I don't think it's scripted, but it does feel directed. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, that's honestly the first stuff when I was it. watching it, it felt like I was watching a comedy special. Like it was funny. And it was not funny because it was just stuff. How I was like, no, this feels very planned but in a very organic it, it just worked yeah well let's see again let's listen okay there's a space already have regrets right there's a space already having regrets Literally. you are a finicky bitch i will be honest you are a finicky bitch someone else wanted to do a podcast with you oh yeah <laughs> oh i did i wasn't trying to make a podcast well he clarified he clarifies okay okay by the way, he seems like a nice guy, this guy. I, I, he seems like a guy. I love him. Seems like a guy. <laughs> seems like a guy. He's a guy. Us talking about anyone we don't know. We're like, oh, it seems nice. Like, it's just... <laughs> I'm not saying any. I'm not even going to say a bad word about him, which is good for me. That's progress. He You're seems very guy, nice. Trust yeah. me. I'm You're not that guy. He is that guy. And <laughs> I don't know why. It wasn't. Wait, no. It was as a guest. Okay. It, wasn't, it wasn't like start okay, a yeah, whole yeah. freaking podcast show. True. That would be crazy. It was a guest. Now, but you're telling me, again. You're telling me that this is this dude takes himself seriously? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, can you really blame me for reading the yeah. room wrong? <laughs> I, I, I 100% agree. Uh, like, I, I, I genuinely I, agree. I, I, like I said before, I don't think it's Ethan's fault necessarily. I mean, yeah, yes, I think Ethan was maybe a little aggressive at times. <laughs> I'm not going to even say a bad word about him. I don't think that's the reason that's Nick didn't go on. I think it's because yeah, it's live and he just wasn't guy. comfortable that he would he be painted in the light he wanted to be painted. And again, that was another situation where it wasn't, it wasn't like start a whole freaking podcast And I was like, what? That would be it was a guess. What are we doing again, here? Like, I genuinely did agree with the majority of people. I was like, this seriously? is first of all what Ethan does. That's what I'm and Nick saying. Like, can you and really blame two, me for reading like, the room wrong? What is Ethan wrong? even doing other than saying <laughs> that you both are overweight, not, which who cares? It's literally like, been the entire platform. I don't know. I guess I didn't get it. He's wearing a shirt from like Kids Are Us. So let's skip forward a little bit. And he weighs like 350. But okay. I'll keep watching. Right. Guest spot. And I honestly would have. Hi. I know you're watching. See, that's the thing. He, he can nice seamlessly go again. back and forth between his characters so easily. Like, Did you see what he said? It's nice said? to see you again, Nick. I'm glad you're doing well. That's what I'm saying. Like, can you really blame me for reading <laughs> the room wrong? This man is not. Oh, my God. I'm dying. He's not taking himself seriously. He's wearing a shirt from, like, Kids Are Us. <laughs> And he weighs like 350. 350? Did you say 600? But okay. We'll no, keep... he says he's on the goal to 600, mm-hmm. but he's really tall, so he doesn't weigh 350. Right. And I honestly would have. Hi. I know you're watching. Hi. Nice to see you again. <laughs> How are you? It's nice to see you again, Nick. I'm glad you're doing well. <laughs> I don't hold, hold any grudge. And actually, I would love to still do the podcast with you. I would love, love, love to have you in LA. He was never trying to do a podcast with him, right? It was just to have him on. No, it was just a, I literally a one-time guest. Where does he live? Nick was like, I need first class. Talk I need uh, Nick. Um, last I heard of him, um, he was say... trying to move to New York. I don't know if he ever did move to New York. I don't know if that's where he lives now. I'm not sure. <laughs> I honestly would have. Had you not 
talk behind my back, tell people what I said in text messages, say all these things that were supposed to be Oh, get first of all, people were pointing out the hypocrisy of the fact that he said that Trisha Paytas ghosted him when he ghosted me so severely. But also besides that point, sir, you have literally like literally just pull up the clips. It's not hard to find of you pulling up text messages from multiple people. Stephanie Sue, Trisha Paytas, anybody you've ever had issues with, you pull up text messages like so quick it gives people whiplash. Fuck out of here. I don't, I never, I, maybe I missed some parts of it, but I never got the vibe that Ethan was ever trying to be like making never. fun of him by showing text. It was like he was playing into the he character got, that it's like he demands a first class flight and he does this, but it felt like it was all part of the bit. Now, I actually don't know if it was part of the bit that he wanted the first class tickets because having some experience with Nick, like he is a little weird and things like that. So maybe he actually. So maybe that wasn't a joke. He was actually serious yeah. about it and he got offended. Yeah. And maybe he was like, oh, that's kind of embarrassing. Because he needs the first class seat, probably. Well, I mean, that's I get it, but also, yeah. <laughs> and then attack Hold my weight. Well, that's kind of implied, though. The the weight thing's implied. Thank you. He's a great guy. This guy. I think at the end of the day, it just it, he got scared and didn't want to get yeah like exposed for being not what people expected yeah. if he went on Ethan's podcast. But then he figured out, I don't know how him and Caleb like got hooked up and how they discussed this. And I would love to know the behind the scenes discussions because it seems so Well, we, we know from last episode that Caleb had made like a critical video of him kind of diving into like the commentary oh, aspect of it. Dozens of them. Yeah. And I think that through that, Nick found him somehow. Yeah, but that shows even more so that Nick doesn't care if people are talking shit about him. Caleb was doing that forever. Yeah. Quite frankly, too, it's like the Trisha Paytas effect where she didn't, she loved drama channels talking about her in the beginning, then mm -hmm. got like really weird about it. And like, literally, she's on record telling people like Peter Mon and stuff like, oh, like, I totally get that's your job. Like, that's you guys and me. Like, we we do what we yeah. do. And that's what makes this industry go around. And then she like did a 180 and was like, no, but what the fuck? Drama channels are this and that and the other. And people it's, thought she was suing drama channels. It's weird how sensitive certain creators will get about like they'll be so fine with some stuff and then other like especially nick who is someone that really exploits himself for all of his views to then be like super yeah. sensitive about how someone critiques you know, it is weird yeah, that's the thing is that you know for me personally the only drama i've ever been in online was very much so like i felt a certain type of way because it related to something very deep to me but if somebody were to let's say get on tiktok and dissect this podcast and just be like you know jesse and lily are hypocrites and this and that okay. maybe lily and i would text about it and be like what the fuck oh, but maybe. like we definitely publicly? wouldn't we'd be crying yeah, but we wouldn't make another video because then they dissect that no, but it's not just that. It's that, hey, we're putting ourselves out there. We know people are going to have opinions about it. I cannot sit here and tell you not to have an opinion on something that I'm putting out there because I'm putting it out there. And I had to do that even with something that was very, very, very hard for me in my in my life, in my life journey, in my fucking brain. So I don't understand this whole like, hey, if you're putting your weight out there and someone calls you fat, like I just can't. Like if you're literally making fun of yourself and saying that you're disabled and that you broke a rib just from breathing, like I can't sympathize with you when you're getting mad at Ethan Klein because he's saying you're both fat like I fat first of all is not even a, a fucking insult like it's just who cares uh, all I can think about is that video where he went to because I've been there as well um he went to Heart Attack Grill which is uh oh yeah yeah in Vegas in Vegas and mm -hmm. I will say fucking best milkshakes Fire. I've 
ever had in my entire life because they're made with I don't like that. apparently there's like butter in them i didn't know that was a thing that would improve a milkshake but it does i guess butter improves everything but nick goes in a video quite some time ago now and i don't remember what the weight is but like if you weigh a certain amount they have a scale there that if you get on the scale you eat free if you're if you weigh over a certain yep. amount and i remember that yep. being kind of almost like really the biggest pivot in his like weight exploitation is that he was like from there on no turning back mm-hmm I mean, listen, Nick, if you want this life, nobody's stopping you. I'm just saying you're in your Trisha Paytas redemption arc. You have a very, very brief slim moment. window of opportunity. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> and we hope that you do something good with it. I don't even care. Anyway. <laughs> I think that's it for today. Yep. Um, great topics. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you made it through to the end, as always, thank you so much. Yes. I know this was probably a long and one. And also thank you to Scentbird for sponsoring us again. Because um, thank you so much. Sponsors help. Yes. L click the link in the bio, yes. guys. If you've even been thinking of trying Scentbird, um, we'll leave that link down below and use our code DWKT for 55% off. Okay. Anyway, we love you guys so much. And um, yeah, we'll see you on Sunday because you're totally watching this on Sunday because we're super prompt. It's happening. We're going to do it. Our schedule it's the christmas yeah. graphics take so long to export we just need to start a little earlier literally what is with those fucking snowmen they be fucking up our shit the neons are nice though they are so nice anyway we love you guys so much see you next week bye bye, bye.